0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Music Challenge Podcast, where every week three music-loving friends sit down and talk brass tacks about the music that has touched our lives. This
1: season on the Music Challenge Podcast, we'll be talking about our Formative Four, the four albums that set us on our personal musical journeys. Where did your
2: musical journey begin? Let us know who your Formative Four are. We'll be featuring listener
1: selections along the way, and we just may feature your groundbreaking music grails. The albums that started it all for you and what you're listening to now. Let us know what we're missing out on and what we can be listening to. Email us at
2: musicchallengepod at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram.
0: Keep your eyes and ears peeled for weekly episodes featuring some of the most influential albums of our past, present, and future. And now without
1: further ado, let's jump into the latest episode of the Music Challenge podcast.
0: All right, well, welcome to the Music Challenge Podcast bonus episode. We've decided to reach out to you in between uh, seasons just because we we love you. And actually, uh, many, many, many of you are new, new, new uh, listeners. And um, we love you for that. Uh, so uh, thanks for downloading, guys. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for uh all the correspondence on Facebook. Uh thanks for the follows, thanks for the likes. It's it's been great. It's been great. I mean, absolutely. Got ourselves a little community here and uh it's going to be fa- fantastic. So um we're here tonight to uh actually talk a little bit about the uh we're just going to drop whatever. You know, we have a second season coming up and we also have some ideas we do flowing um and actually uh the white smoke should fly tomorrow as we uh as we get together and uh pick our pope uh we'll we'll take
1: brunch
2: style suggestions from from you folks um but yeah you guys we did
0: i got i got a couple of full lists actually
2: we, you, I think you guys are going to be super excited with what we decide on because all the ideas floating around right now are awesome. So maybe it's like season two, three, four, and five. But anyways, whatever we settle yeah. on, I'm
0: sure you're going to love it. Exactly. Season two, three, four, five. I mean, we've got lots of ideas. <laughs> Not only that, I mean, like uh, to the people who submitted ideas, you're probably going to see some of, re- of your idea reflected in whatever we choose Um, because the ideas were great and they were kind of, All of them had kind of a streak of well, that's along the lines of something we're thinking of. The thing is, we're not a genius. We're just going to pick something that puts the you know our best our best stories in front of you. Tell
1: yourself, Andrew. Right. Well,
2: and I think I I think I think. All Right. I'm a genius. Yeah. I think uh, (laughs) right. Don't tell Tell yourself short. Um. (laughs) But I think we're going to take take an idea that we can all. To have fun with too because that's obviously what this is about guys is having fun that's how it all started but um you know the, the better we all like an idea the more fun we're gonna have with it and yeah it, that's the
0: that's, more that's passion awesome. we can pour into it the more and you're this gonna has like been it a, it's been a blast thus far oh my gosh it's you good. guys want
1: to hear i just heard from my i I sent the formative four question to my cousin Matt Lambert, who's an old fish friend of Ann's. Actually, before okay. we ever met each other, or before no we ever knew, yeah, before Ann and I ever met, her and my cousin, my, knew? my cousin Matt were like buddies that would go to fish shows. And That's And we ended crazy. up like realizing it, and he gave me a bunch of shit because I went to wow. a party at his her ex-boyfriend's house. whatever. it's crazy. <laughs> so anyway. Like, th- like a month and a half ago, we were chatting, and Whoa. I like, and I dropped like the what are your formative four? You know, like this is right. the concept that we're doing. And he's been like slowly tricking, like trickling back, like to pick up one. He's like, I just thought of my next one. He sent it back. So my I brother gave got, me his. I finally got my his four today. He sent me the like his in this morning. He texted me the last. Oh two. shit! That's so cool. First Pearl Jam ten. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Number two, Led Zeppelin two. Yeah, totally respectable, and somehow didn't end up on any of our lists. Right? Because well, I think
0: it was ubiquitous with their list. Same with, <laughs> I was same with Pink talk Floyd. About it anyways, yeah. right? Same like, with Pink Floyd. It's like, how could saying. that have evaded anywhere? A right? third,
1: kind of a, a kind of a curveball. It took me by surprise. In excess, kick. Dude, my first rock and roll My first rock and roll concert at Poplar Creek.
0: Nice. Yeah, I and saw that I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna listen to that tomorrow. I'm not even sure. great, I'm gonna record. Uh, great, great, great record. Great uh, record. And Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. of, of course god, and damn. Of course. Very solid and goes choice. without saying. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Matt, for for thanks, putting, Matt, putting in the work. And, so uh, like,
0: as long as we're sharing, it, you my my brother sent me his, and yeah, let's go I can remember. It. And the thing is, it, like, it has a. uh I can remember three of them off the bat. Uh, one of them was uh, Aerosmith "Rocks," <laughs> which was about it my familiar. In my <laughs> that would have been in my formative five, folks. Um, but you know, the thing is, you know, it's it's no, it's obvious that what my brother listened to is going to be like my favorite albums as well. Of course, another, another one was Ministry "Twitch." Oh. Nice yeah we were giant ministry fans good stuff and yeah.
2: that this was the epicenter of that genre yeah. and L jorgensen like sparking yeah. stuff like nine inch nails and shit like that But it all started here in chicago
0: oh yeah 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 the uh oh there's a couple of big producers still working here in chicago you know uh what's his name steve albini and uh yeah
2: um
0: uh, who's the guy for guy from miller or from uh from madison
2: that recorded gish which we'll discuss a little bit later well, we
0: better figure out his name
2: pretty quick uh, right um i'll think of it in a minute but anyways another one of those like huge producers you know we recorded a nirvana record um so anyways but um
0: <laughs> can you just wait for a moment Till so you're done talking. Pause.
2: <laughs> I was hoping somebody was going to. I was hoping somebody was going to pick it up right there.
1: <laughs> but you were mid sentence. We're a little rusty. We're a little That's rusty. why they.
2: That's why they call it dope. All
0: right, that's getting out of there. There it
2: is. That's
0: getting <laughs> out of it. Out. We've decided that's your new crutch phrase, and it needs to be. Removed.
3: It's a good. Just phrase. like hey. <laughs> maybe
0: one, of, maybe one an
1: episode. Maybe right, it's that's my, your one.
0: That's your one. It's my. Everybody it's gets my, one, right?
1: Your catchphrase.
0: It's,
2: it's my Spicoli fucking <laughs> moment. That's <laughs> what I'm going to call it. Um, So Butch Vig is who Righteous.
0: I was. And Butch, it, Butch Vig, Butch, Butch, Butch Vig, Butch, Butch Vig Vig, was, Yeah, was the we'll get to him in a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, another one of my brothers, Formative Four, which is a highly influential album to many of the artists that we love, including Mr. Train is uh, My Bloody Valentine Loveless.
2: Humongously, uh, humongously influential. influential. Yeah. So much of what we listen to, dude. Like, Tame Impala refers to that as being yeah. one of their most like. Formative records, but occurred. even Billy
0: Corgan has to <laughs> like, it owes a ton to it. The layered up guitaring and kind of the what sounds like that—it sounds like it's, a backtracking of a guitar on top of a, it, and it's, it's not. In,
2: it's, it, it, point. it's it like ignited shoegaze
0: and all kinds oh, of yeah. shit that that like that we that uh, uh what um that uh. Not Birmingham, the uh Yeah that um it's
2: Manchester Manche- well, it's Manchester, Manchester Liverpool.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, the shoegaze ride was a big part of that. Right also intersected with who was it? Um are you
2: talking about the Stone Roses or were you gonna say the Charlatans? Well, both of those for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Two of my two of my humongous like early 90s, like, transitions from that into the whole Seattle sound, which is kind of interesting, right? Right. Because it always seems, I know we've talked about this before, and Jed, you've talked about this, how, like, influence would influences would jump across the pond, basically. So it would yeah. go, like you know, Western Europe, America, America, Western Europe, you know, and like back and forth And the fact that I was like into the whole Manchester, Liverpool sound like at the end of my high school career going into college and then Seattle and grunge and shit like that broke. And now it was all of a sudden it was our, like, you know, that was like our Manchester almost. And yeah. how it transitioned into each other like seamlessly and they used like the same sensibilities. Because everyone's stealing shit from each other. Exactly. <laughs> right? the whole
1: point. Or it's like, or well, it's like what the American is that? That sounds crazy. Exactly. What pedal
0: is that? Well, what not amp is that. It's, it's like what amp, string amp of pedals pedal. is that? You know, yeah. I mean, yes, like, totally. that was that layered up, crazy, like oh, everyone sure. wanted the whacked out psychedelic sound. Yeah. And
2: uh and Al, Al Jorgensen, awesome. <laughs> Al Jorgensen did it aggressively. And, like, the folks in Manchester did it somewhat, like, not aggressively, but almost, like, psychedelically. It was, it's always, like, their take on this is so much different than our take on this. It's just fascinating to fucking dig into. I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, of course it is.
0: Of course it is. Um, um, so what, what was his last? Did you give us his last? You know what? Uh, I forwarded it to you guys. But well, uh, no, I don't have it pulled up. the Second, so, I can, so go- maybe I'll, I'll get that to you after we take a little break. Um okay. you know, just feeling like more of a longer episode now. Uh, so, um, yeah, we we're gonna, you know, pick our pick our topic here, and we will be uh, um, topics. Topics. Might be a little crossover. I don't know. might be a little crossover, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that might be like. Um. But in any case, uh, we're going to do that. And in a few weeks, we're going to start turning out new episodes. And you're going to like them. And uh, we're going to list some great-ass it's rock and roll. Gonna like and we're going to tell you every damn story that we have about it. So, uh, that's I'm the way it rolls. Pretty
2: certain, I'm pretty certain I got some stories about whatever we do. I'm just saying. I'm
0: thinking. We always seem to. That's the thing. <laughs> we always seem to. Uh, so. Uh, uh, that's enough of that I tell you what, why don't we spring into we're just gonna take a little break and roll our messages and uh I'd like to play a few smashing pumpkin songs. Uh I know what I'm gonna play out of the break that But be- why
2: don't we why don't why don't we why don't we play uh Siva?
0: Siva's a good one. There you go. So, yeah. Why play it when you can just mouth harp it? (laughs) Dude, (laughs) Dude. I mean, it was pretty good, right? Right, right.
2: No, it was was note accurate, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was pitch accurate, too. So, um, the thing is I was just I spent I spent an hour just appreciating the fuck out of this album today oh
2: hell yeah and, We're it, and talk it, talk it was a it.
0: pleasure it right. was a pleasure so uh yeah we'll go out listening to Siva by the Smashing Pumpkins on Gish and we'll talk to you in uh, just a few minutes bye see you guys bye
1: Remember, everyone, we want you to submit your formative four. Tell us the musical seeds that set you on your path, and we might review one of your albums right here on the air. You can get on our blog at musicchallenge.fireside.fm or email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. Also, you can slip into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram. Come
2: as close to four as you can, but if you need more or less, that's all right, too. Remember, musicchallengepod at gmail.com and you can hear us discuss one of your albums.
0: Welcome back to the Music Challenge podcast. Uh, we're doing a little bonus mini episode. We just discussed a little bit of the second season, and we are here to now discuss uh, Smashing Pumpkins' uh, "Gish." Uh, we're going to uh, talk about it like, well, not like. Cut! I thought
1: we were talking about
0: swingers, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, we were talking about swingers, uh, the movie because yeah, I love that.
1: <laughs> it's been a long time since I've
0: seen that. yeah. It. I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time, so uh, in any case, yeah, gish. So, um, let's just put a time frame on it. it I mean, for me, this was uh, I guess early college years, okay. Uh, so, what like was 90 91? When did this 90, come out? 91. 91 was when it came out, and
2: which was my but basically my my graduation year. year and then into my freshman year of high school. So that summer college was a big summer for me in between high school and college. And this came out and Pearl Jam 10 came out. All kinds of stuff came out. Um, they're about a bleach. But this is one that stuck out. And of course, so did those. But this is one that stuck out as like kind of my freshman year anthem. I was in Hawaii. Um, and it was a little taste of home, too, because, it, you know, I'm a 5,000
0: Chicago 000, music, right? man.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's totally rooted in Chicago. There's totally. no doubt about that. And so what's, I mean, so where are you in,
2: in 91, Drew? Are you in Champaign? Going no, well,
0: 91, I am in Champagne. I'm at the University okay. of Illinois. Actually, uh, I graduated high school in 1990. Okay. And, uh, so I think when Gish came out, I would have it would have been later late my freshman year. Right. I think I remember rocking with it. I don't remember if it was that summer or that fall or whatever, but I mean, I was quick on the boat. I was just like, who the fuck is this? I mean, it is a laser in the eyes for sure. I mean, you know,
2: and, and it's so much of it, so much of GISH is like, look what, look what I can do in, um, like him and I, I read this before. I don't know if I don't think it was today, but him and Butch Vig loved the fact that they could like layer upon layer and put Butch you Vig, know, Butch Vig, the producer of of Gish, and and they did this I believe up in Madison, Wisconsin. But anyways, right. they they Butch Vig was recording indie records that were like, hey, you got three days, hurry up, you know. They couldn't pine over the production quality. And Billy Corgan came in and said, I want to pine over the production quality. And I want this to, you know, like he's like, Watch, look what I can do with my guitar. Now let's get this recorded on on tape. Right, exactly. And like Jimmy Chamberlain, even on the drums, like he's... dude,
0: Uh, I'd like to say something about him. guy's a goddamn 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 octopus. He's He's an octopus. I mean, it sounds like he's got four fucking arms up there. And his inflection on just, you know, the right beats is just like, it's amazing. I mean... And also how they got him recorded is just wild too.
2: I'm pretty certain that Chamberlain was a studio drummer and was kind of recruited by Corgan. And he was the only one on the record that could play his instrument. Billy Corgan had played everything else, bass, like, you know, rhythm and lead guitar, obviously. But, um, I I don't know him. And like I said, him and Butch Vig pined over it, and produced the fuck out of it. And it, Paid off because that record from I mean you think about the first nine songs on that record true. like uh, first nine aimed, out of ten
0: yeah uh, I mean I, it's all the songs except Darcy song exactly um, <laughs> um yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And the thing is, you know, it's not all monotonous. It's fast. It's slow. No, it's it's it release. Is. It's tension. It's, you and it's know, it's
2: psychedelic. It's
0: like, it's, a, you God damn it's a, Billy Corgan is loves his acid. That is Absolutely. Sure. He writes a number of songs about uh, said drug, including window pain on this al- album, I yeah. would assume.
2: Well, a very uh, famous strain of, of the great LSD. It's actually not
0: a strain. It's what you call oh, like the,
2: uh, Oh, I thought it's that's a square of
0: a... four. It's a square of four from a, which water I sheet. guess
1: would look, would
2: look like a window, could... pane. a
0: window pane. Yeah. Yeah. An old fashioned window pane. Uh, no, everyone
1: just does strips. But... Really? Hmm.
0: Didn't know that.
2: Say that again. Now everyone just does what?
1: Oh, it seems like everything is, you know, from what I hear, everything is all in, you know, strip form. Oh, and got like it. Like a strip of five, strip of A 10. five and ten strip. Still probably comes from a blogger sheet. Oh, most yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was basically how it was. I mean, so that makes sense. So
2: you would ask somebody for perforated. a paint. You would ask somebody for a window that's pane. In the language. language. No, no we,
0: we wouldn't ask for it. it. I just know that that's what it refers I'm to. Just, it. I'm just saying, hypothetically,
2: oh. you would, not you, but hypothetically, somebody'd be like, give me a window pane at some point in like and LSC, psychedelic history. Yeah, that history. Seems, that and, seems like psychedelic history there. In, sure. And somebody would hand you four hits of acid, like a little window. Sure. Okay.
0: Yes. Like they would know what you're talking about. I would drink. Right. Think. right. So you'd hand
2: that. them 20. So, folks <laughs> folks out there, <laughs> yeah, need for everybody tune in for Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh yes. So anyways, uh, talk with <laughs>
1: and Rob.
0: I don't know any of this. I, I study this in law enforcement class. So. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> That's how I know all of this. I do not. Um, <laughs> and you'll never catch me trafficking it. Uh so, in any case, and um, let's
2: spit my beer out there, folks.
0: Uh, a little spit take by Rob. <laughs> we'll put that on video if it actually happens. Um, so let's just start with "I Am One."
2: Unbelievable! Uh, unbelievable! Talk album. about
0: an album opener. Uh, <laughs> and we've talked about that before. It was like a band can captivate you on an album in the first fucking song if it is powerful <laughs> enough. Absolutely. And he definitely thought that was powerful enough. And it is. It's a freak blistering,
2: show. blistering guitar. And again, like, a lot of this is, look what I can do. And I want to see what you well, we can do. If it's this, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. in this album, so think about it being 30 years old, damn near 30 years old. It's been a huge part God. of my last three decades from the day it was released, probably. And yeah. I, this album still holds up. Like, oh no, I oh, mean it's. There's it's no doubt. Just, it, it's it's got its place in rock and roll history. I don't think eyes. it's aged a day. No, you're right. It could have come out yesterday, and
1: we'd be like, yeah. holy shit, listen to these guys."
0: Yeah, I don't think it's aged a day. To tell you the truth, I mean, which is crazy. I didn't even think about that. No, but... it
1: really hasn't. Because I, I, I was 11 when this came out. So like my exposure. Smashing Pumpkins was uh, Siamese Dream, like, later on, like, the other thing, like, what this, I mean, listening back to this now, I've I've listened to it before, but I never was, like, enveloped in it at, you know, at a younger age, but listening to it today, I was like, this is everything I, like, I would have been into about (laughs) Smashing Pumpkins right. when Absolutely. I wasn't yeah. into them <laughs> like <laughs> at, at the, in the watered, you know, more watered down taste. I mean, Siamese Dream, I think was a great album, but uh, which I listened right. to quite a bit, but like I it just it The highly anticipated it, like, Siamese eventually Dream eventually fizzled for me Right, agreed. And
0: I mean, some yeah, of the Yeah, I mean, didn't go much past Siamese Dream, to tell you the truth um, What
1: came after that? Or, or before or after that, I guess Well, so, it was Fish, Siamese after, Dream and then melancholy and the infinite sadness. Okay, it was okay. It was I was double, thinking that that was the order. order, which was the um, other. You know, which was like the those two were sort of the albums.
0: Yeah, elders, the I elders. mean, I mean, Gish was the coming out party, right. and uh, right. Siamese Dream. Everyone knew who they were, and right, exactly. Like, like, was, I went, I went out at ten o'clock on a Thursday morning to go buy Siamese Dream, wow. and thought Lo- it walked over to Steve Siegel's house and listened to it.
1: But knowing those later albums and then coming back to this, like and listening to it, you know, kind of with a different ear today, I mean, it's like every every good thing in those albums is absolutely. like leached out of this one. Absolutely. It's one of those, like, oh, that's why. I, and, and this was, and I, you, uh, you keep coming Billy, back
0: to this album. Right. This one, Billy Corgan had some long ass hair and he would swing that shit around while he was playing and it was fucking fascinating. I mean, not fascinating, it was just like, this is a badass dude. And like, every single lyric on this album is sung with a sneer. Like Absolutely. And like, I'm, I'm, you know, it's just, a, I mean, it's just like a fuck you type sneer. And my, most of the lyrics have a fuck you in there too. For sure. My
2: experience to, at this time, was, I was, this is when I really started going to see live music. Yeah. And um, like I said, oh, I was in, remember my... I was in Hawaii at the time when this came out and a buddy of mine came for Christmas, no spring break. Um, and they were playing on Oahu. I lived on Maui and we went and mm-hmm. saw him at this place called pink's garage. This is 92 probably. So, it's I, probably, and I'm trying to compare it to something that we all know, like, size-wise, probably... Um, uh, Aragon, smaller? No, 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 way smaller. Riviera? Uh, uh, no. So, I maybe, like, what is... yeah like, like, Double Door.
0: Guys, oh, nice. You guys know that, you I oh, yeah. know the right, Double Door right? really well. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So... Um, that's about the size of the room, and Billy Corgan still has his flowing locks and they proceed to blow me and my buddies. Oh stuff, yeah dude. I mean, it was fucking unbelievable. And I knew I was like, damn, these guys are from Chicago. They had I believe they had stopped in Hawaii on their way to Japan to play like a host of shows. So that's why I was able to catch him but one of my like early holy shit shows, do
1: you know what I'm saying? Like I walked out of there like,
0: yeah, wow.
1: That's a, a kick-ass like, warm-up show for the tour. Right. Like, you just got to really luck out on that one. <laughs>
2: so yeah, then I, 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 I ended up seeing them and at ISU
0: at... at uh, what was it? Not no, it. you didn't see the same show. You No, well, no, no, no we both better. saw Redbird Arena.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm talking I about. I think that but was the first night I
0: met it. you, actually.
2: It could be. And in between there, I had seen him in Indianapolis in a club probably Riviera size, right? Right. Um, Right as Siamese Stream came out. And they played, of course, a bunch of stuff from Gish. That was a great goddamn show, too. But yes, that was probably one of the first nights we ever met. Drew was yeah, I'm pretty like
0: Hunman, you know, and that type of like I met that crew like that like maybe Oakley, yeah, Oakley for sure, dude. We waited out, we
2: camped out for tickets for that show at the Bone Student Center.
0: Well, the crowd's gonna love to hear about that, and this. In any case, yeah. So that was the first night I met Rob. Uh, was for at a Smash and Pumpkin show in uh when they were playing an arena at ISU. My first show happened to be at the uh, well, when we say ISU, we mean Illinois State University. My first show happened to be at the Student Union at uh, uh, Illinois State That's University. Great music.
2: This is a <laughs> great timeline, this is, right? This is
1: a
0: great so, story, guys. Well, so this, your time yeah. loop was better than mine. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, I believe the single uh, Alive had just been released And there was a video for it And uh, so it was Pearl Jam Opening up for the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> Opening up for Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> Ooh, and That, was, that was
1: all the same I didn't understand that that's, <laughs> yeah. fucking, that's fucking
0: awesome I've heard about this show Yeah so And the thing is uh, Smashing Pumpkins caught my heart because, uh, man, they just came out there and just looked bad ass. Like They would, we're, throw,
2: they would throw... This was the Gish down. Tour.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, these songs are hyper, you know, charged kind of, you know, a lot of them. And, God, I would love to have a recording of that show. I'm sure one exists because of the, all the bands be. that were involved. Yeah. Right. I mean, if not this show, some show on the tour where they basically played the whole album, I would imagine. Right. Ooh, Jed just got bigger. Um, <laughs>
1: it's adjusting my. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So, in any case, uh, um, you know, I, Stuff... I. So, yeah. So, I, so it's how on. did they.
2: How did they compare to the red? I mean, because that's blood sugar sex okay, territory it, for red. For that right now, was and yeah. that's Pearl Jam 10. And I saw, obviously, <laughs> we've talked about crazy. my Pearl Jam 10 10 experience. Yeah. So we saw Pearl Jam within months of the, each other because I saw them. Right. It's gotta be the same. Name too. The most, right, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So um he, here was my kind of okay, Pearl Jam. I wasn't so uh familiar with at the moment. Got I here. knew they were hot though. Right. It was obviously it was like two months after that video came out. And it was like number yeah. one on MTV. And sure. we were going to see him and Eddie Vedder did jump in the crowd for about 10 right. minutes. Right.
1: and I mean not jump in the crowd, in like Miami crowd too. surfed. You know oh, yeah,
0: and, absolutely. And uh um I would say, you know, for a band that no one really knew very much, man, they put on a hell of a show I, I mean, passed
2: I passed Eddie Vetter's combat boot. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys.
0: Holy shit. Well,
2: yeah, I, I passed Eddie Vetter's combat boot over my head in Maui at that show, at my first Pro Jam show. So go on. Drew. Wow.
0: <clears throat> I have no idea what you mean by that.
2: He proud, was crowd surfing. He was crowd surfing to, oh, to okay. the boot. And and I passed his boot like his I had his foot and pushed him forward back to the stage.
0: Nice, but uh, so in any case, um, and Smashing Pumpkins just absolutely ruled. Oh, I man. mean, in my opinion, Billy Corgan has long hair still, and uh, and
2: he was a he was a pretty intimidating character. He's a tall guy. Yeah,
0: he is. He's more than the thing is. He's he's just built for a rock and roll front man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he's a tall guy. He actually just has the attitude and always has had the attitude. Absolutely. <clears throat> you can see old videos on YouTube of pre-everything. I don't know if everyone knows kind of the legend and lore of uh, Billy Corgan here in Chicago, but he used to work at one of the more popular record stores down, to, you know, down in the city. And, uh, are we talking about racks tracks or wax tracks? Sorry. You know, I don't know if it was Wax Tracks or was, Rose Records, but I mean, oh, I was okay. I I came from 120 okay. miles out of town to go to Wax Tracks a few times. Right. Um but in any case, uh he the guy pretty much knew, knew he was going to be a rock star. I mean, you know, well, if you write songs like that. It, yeah, he did and at the time he could play guitar, you know, too. Right. And uh, I'm not saying at the time like it couldn't but like he he at that point he was he was a local dude you know he was a local could, dude who could get a gig pull, at the metro and, and he could play
2: the fuck out of the guitar and write a good goddamn song right
0: and in the early days he's tried to sound a lot like Eddie van Halen to tell you the truth and uh with you know, a
2: cheap trick kind of twist to his like you know it, it was he had so many great influences and turned him into this just wonderful fucking record
0: yeah incredible so like you know the red hot chili peppers i gotta say um my time with the chili peppers was around the uplift mofo party plan yes. and uh uh and hilo slovak who was the guitarist on that album amazing uh, went toes up after uh after that album he did yeah, he did. And, uh, and frankly, they were uh, they went for commercial with Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. And and I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. No, I, pro- I would probably take a lot more of it. It's a
2: good goddamn album.
0: Good album. Good album. I mean, I bought it day It came out. And you know, I was like, okay, all right, cool. But it wasn't like the funk party that uh, no, the previous no, two no. albums had been. You're right. I mean, it was a lot of a lot about people dying on heroin, and totally. you know, and and my my what my, is that ori-
1: you?
2: my you original know. exposure to them was Mother's Milk from my brother, and then uh, obviously Blood Sugar Sex came I forgot out. Forgot about and Mother's Milk. That's a
0: great fucking record, dude. Mm-hmm. Great. I forgot. Just totally forgot about it. That's all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like the thing is, the thing is, I don't think I played. Bass at the time, or had a bass, or had ever played bass. But, you know, the thing is, when you're in the presence of a bass player like Flea, you should be paying attention 100% of the time. Absolutely. And and the thing is, I just wasn't with it enough to realize that, you know, I'm in front of one of the greatest rock bass players, you know, Hall of Fame bass player. Yeah. I mean, whatever that means. Um, But, uh, but the thing is, like, about Flea is, like, he was so solid that like all he had to do is kind of take it in, you know, because, you know, it was just there the entire time, you know. They're nearly I'm, automatic, like just laying down a blanket. Boom, ch- boom, 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 you know, with his thumb. Yeah. And, you know, and also he was a maniac at certain points and whatever Absolutely. else. And, and I think they came out in the light bulb suits for the encore. Okay. Uh, yeah kind of famous
1: it
0: sounds, yeah it sounds yeah. so you know so the thing the whole day and night i mean obviously it was wonderful i mean I us say at crazy. the Elton student oh, union yeah. i also saw love and rockets one night and i also saw oh i also saw the b-52s one night which was nice one of my top 10 concerts that, of all concerts time. that would
1: be a fave for me and for we, sure. holy
2: shit did they <laughs> fucking tear it up We've talked about my show at the Bone Student Center, which was
0: Fugazi, and that was oh. insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, folks, it's amazing what you can put yourself in front of if you just freaking try. Just watch, just watch the newspapers for what's coming in around you. Right, not that's just what the we used town, to, have to... around you. I mean, the thing is, you know, sometimes it, you still have to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not oh, you know what? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs>
2: Yes, Illinois, uh, I think Illinois. That's the way to do it. The Illinois Entertainer still exists for a reason, though. And yeah. they issue it once a month. And I still. The back read. of
1: the reader, man. I've spent so much time.
2: Oh, yeah. the
0: reader was just like. It was an amazing. I mean, yeah. It was like, an amazing
1: periodical, dude.
0: Yeah, he had to pick that up. I mean, it was
2: free. Right. Why wouldn't you? And it had all the music that was going on that weekend.
0: Yeah, every single yeah. bar was in there. Every single bar. So it was cool. It was cool. But, you know, I asked someone uh, about a year ago, I was like, do you know what the reader is? And they're like, no. Oh. Yeah. And I was just like, well, that sucks. Uh, So in any case, but, you know, I am one. And then, you know, Siva, we already played. And then we have Rhinoceros, which I have to tell a little thing about. Uh, which is one—the the first one that starts really slow and then builds up like a motherfucker. Uh, which is a pattern for a lot of the songs on this album,
2: and and it's really where the psychedelic comes in on this record. Color-share.
0: Have this kind of party question that I used to throw out to friends and that was like if you walked into a room at a party and you need there was you could assign a song to to announce your presence uh what would that song be <laughs> <laughs> and uh like you walk into a room and then a song starts playing and it's like yeah. your mood it's like your mood you know what I mean and I love that uh, idea yeah so i chose rhinoceros by the smashing pumpkins and uh because i don't know it starts slow you walk in you prowl around and then it gets raging
3: mm-hmm. and
0: uh i think we said about uh the beastie Boys, same thing i think about this album it's like if you walked into a party and this album was playing i mean you know there was a you yeah, know gonna be solid bunch yeah, of cakes sure. and a plastic cups you know or you know a bunch of plastic cups and keg or two man solid party i mean because the tunes are just fucking bumping yeah and you know i just remember it so many times and uh like for example in uh in champagne we had a lot of like a lot of my friends in high schools would get sublets from college students in the summer right right so we would have like party pads in the summer
2: Right, Nate and the boys used to do that when they were in high school. They'd sublet shit like in the summer from some college <laughs> students, yeah. That's what, and, like, have a doing. house when they, they, have they have were a house for the summer. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Imagine
0: that, shit. yeah, yeah. That's uh, it it, like,
2: who's who's like, yeah, okay, you can have a house for three months, pay me a thousand dollars. They were like, okay,
1: okay, the guys, 200 bucks
0: each, let's go mm-hmm. exactly. You pack as many people as you can in that fucking place, yeah, totally. and, you know. Uh, the, the
2: beauty of living
0: in a college town For Christ's sake Yeah <laughs> Yeah College fever Catch it Um, So uh, So yeah Rob I was just telling a little story about uh, My little party question Like if you walked into a room at a party What song would you like to announce your presence And I said mine was Rhinoceros a uh, About 20 years ago I said that Anyway right. Or 25, 30 Is that where we're at now yeah we're, so, at 30. yeah, we're about 30. Yep. What's 30 years? <laughs> uh, so, uh, you and know, the think about,
2: go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, think about like, I mean, this album, like, song by song, down to Bury Me. Um, Bury Me word. is badass, it's, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, um, the thing is, it, it's
0: like, it, ask anyone in the world to name that song on that album, and they won't. Oh, hell it, no. It's like, it, it's so badass. I mean, it's absolutely...
2: Snail, which is another one Snails that probably one. probably ninety percent of Smashing Pumpkins fans can't even maybe come up with the name of that tune. But um, and this is the introduction and CD heavy when it was a track to us, at least yeah. to me, and I'm pretty certain to you, Drew. At the time, like when when we had records and when we had tapes, we knew song names. Right. But when it when it switched to CD, it was a track. And yes. and folks, for the younger folks, it didn't always like post the name of the song on your radio. Matter of fact, it and, never uh, did. Check yeah.
0: one. Exactly. Matter of fact, I mean, it never did. I mean, and we
2: were we were happy we could just skip to the next track like instantly and not have to fast forward or rewind,
0: which and is, not be able to scratch the record. I believe was right you know, no. one of the biggest things. <laughs> too, right about and even tapes wore out. Yeah, you know? I mean, they would get all... Jive, so uh,
2: down to down to snail in Tristessa. Tristessa, I mean, the Stone Cold Groove. Fuck, an awesome dude.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, it's just a song that is just a laser in the eyes, and it's just like, yeah, thank you, thank you. And then we, much. and then
2: we get into the LSD trip with window pane. Back to that, not to bring it up, but to bring it up, um, sure. and it and it feels like nearly
1: do like a do. Like a, I mean, a lot of this album feels like.
0: Various drugs. <laughs> <To> Absolutely, <me. laughs> <For> sure.
1: <laughs> listening to that, like sitting back and listening to it from from I mean, it's I just were...
0: you I don't think so. Maybe it's just you. As was, some... no. But,
3: <laughs>
1: but as, well, I as, think, as I was, I think I think uh, there is a there is a certain sound of this period of time you know that early early yep. 90s yep, 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 yep. that has a lot of opiates in it and hey, like I, there, there's a lot of opiate noise in that music and like dude in there's no today, denying that and i
0: no, I would agree with you. And I, can, I,
1: I can pick it out in music from today and music from the 80s too, you know. You like, really sure. pick it
0: out. Let's let's talk about Tool.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like their an first opiate e- broadcast their, band. For, their first
2: the first, e- oh, their first EP was called Opiate. Oh, there sake. you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. I didn't even know that, folks.
2: That's folks, one of my favorite bands in the world and especially to see live is too old so that's why that's why that came out but anyways
0: no um, it's not very, i mean it's cuz well, they're an okay. opiate band
2: they well it's not just a clever name yeah. but um but well, i was listening to snail exclusively today I exclusively mean. uh, on on gish and like reading the lyrics as i'm listening to the tune some of my new some of my thought Something else in my head, but I was thinking in my head, Jed, this is—he's got to be talking about heroin right here. What? He's got to be, or in the song "Snail." And maybe I'm wrong, uh, I, but I that mean, was my—that I mean, was my several.
1: I—I I did look it up later, and like you know, there there are multiple instances. I think mean, it's just around. So I mean, I think it's just a lot of you're rich and. And Looking experiment
2: a and- experimentation, like I mean, I, it wasn't
0: a great anthem. I mean, as
2: as people as people dropped off after this from opiate
1: overdose and shit yeah, like you that. You start or, you start to re- listen in a different light. But,
2: but it was like it was like you know the experimentation took a break because it happened. You know, two decades earlier, and then it just like repeated itself again. With yeah, exactly. There's no genre.
1: There's no saying that like opiates don't make great music. Right, they do for a while, and then right, and then they run out. yeah, yeah. It, uh, jazz it and then you takes, eventually can't keep that up. You know, it like takes
2: this. like two decade breaks, and that's the thing. There's the sweet spot with shit like that, and then
1: it gets like goes
2: off the fucking
1: deep. End. And I'm in no way endorsing, you know, like doing opiates for you know, and writing music, creativity. Smoke weed, people. <laughs> right. Smoke <laughs> weed oh, every day. It's it's
2: <laughs> oh natural. <laughs> the pause right. Dave. I'm not saying do that, <laughs> but somebody <laughs> might.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of that. Editing being of this s- episode, that being that being
2: that being said,
0: um so gish. I thought we signed so, off
1: already.
0: I thought we were... Yeah, I thought I thought we said we no. covered. Well, we did cover gish, Sorry, however. Let me wrong. sign off. I'm going uh, to get loose, get, okay. get <laughs> loose like a long neck goose. <laughs> hey maybe Ooh, that's baby, what that's I Oh, maybe baby, that's, that's going in. Saturday. That's going in The Big Bopper <laughs> uh, Who died in the Richie Valens plane crash that Yes no one ever he mentions. did yeah. Oh baby That's what
2: I, uh, He did
0: My dad used to play Big pop- Oh, Talk about stories my, man. My, my dad, dad used to play Big Bopper When I was little My
2: dad loved The Big Bopper
0: He was a He was a big DJ And uh, Like one of the First rock DJs Like used to pull stunts Like being on the air For 24 hours I think he once Pulled like a 48 hour Something and passed out Wow. But uh, yeah, I mean, in his ha- songs are fairly hypersexual for the 50s. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh,
2: baby, that's what I like was his big. Pretty clear. Hit. Pretty clear.
0: Yeah. 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 Guys,
2: he was not mincing
0: words there. Uh, there was a period of time where any kind of reference to dancing pretty much meant sex. And uh, that's how they had to code it because uh, there's all types of coding as far as, you know, yeah. What, what we're actually talking about in the early 50s Makes so any case we've about covered gish so I think that about does it for the music challenge podcast for this bonus episode uh, which turned out to be like almost full episode pretty and we're much gonna go out,
2: we're, we're gonna go out on window pane here just because we had talked about it so much but and okay. I just wanted to add that
0: all right we are going out on window pane And, uh, we appreciate you listening as always like follow share and, um, you know, to all of our new listeners, thank you very much. Hope you appreciate it. And, uh, we're not appreciated, but we just hope you come back. So, um, you know, try us on like a pair of warm slippers.
1: (laughs) We're just a cuddly fire.
0: (laughs) There's a cuddly fire. So, all right. Uh, Signing off for the Music Challenge Podcast uh, I'm Andrew Thank you very much And I'm Rob
1: And I'm Jed Good
2: night
0: guys And we are the Music Challenge Podcast Good night, Good night guys. No pain Good See you guys
3: Hello baby Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking (laughs) Oh, you sweet thing Do I want? Will I want? Oh, baby, you know what I like Chantilly lace and a pretty face And a pony tail hanging down in the world like a big-eyed girl that make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose, like a long-necked goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like. What's that, baby? But, but, but. Chantilly lays, out a pretty face, of a pony tail, a hanging down, a wiggle in the walk, and a giggle in the talk Make the world go round, round, round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl. Make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose, like a long-necked goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's the one I like. What's that, honey? Pick you up at eight. Don't be late. But baby, I ain't got no money, honey. <laughs> oh, all right, honey. You know what I like. Chantilly lace had a pretty face. a tail hanging down. A wiggle in a walk and a giggle in a talk. Lo, made the world go round. Ain't I ain't that in the world like a big-eyed girl That make me act so funny, make me spend my money Make me feel real loose, Look like a long-necked goose like a girl, oh baby, that's what I like!